0: February is the month of love. Not just any kind of love, but the one that fills our bellies with butterflies. I mean, the one that makes you want to leave all your life for someone else. Um, Although there are a lot of love, this kind of love that I'm talking about is the one that. um, can make you be on phone for 24 hours with someone and it would just be like it was just a minute oh the one that can make you dance when you don't even know how to dance start singing for people you know that kind of crazy love yes that is the one that the world celebrates um most especially in february that's the one that we project and i believe that it's very significant for every one of us is significant for our good is significant for um, leaving because love makes the world go around but there is a but you know um there is this kind of or this group of people that often find themselves at the back of the door it's like you know the world is having Whatever they are having, and there's these people who are not invited the the back. Yeah, so uh, today we're talking about singleness, and I have here two amazing guests. Uh, I have here Eden. Eden is a very passionate man who genuinely loves people, and I've been a receiver of that kind of love, so I can really testify that he really loves people and also getting to know them. He's a writer, he's a poet, he's a lover of crazy birds, so... And he's a missionary too. He was, and is, and is to come. (laughs) (laughs)
1: He's (laughs) all
0: Yeah, so he's been in Kenya for like two years, um, three, three years doing missionary work. He just came back to Ghana and I mean, he has done amazing. He has done amazing. And I have here Dorita, she is a crazy Jesus lover. Unapologetically she is. She's ambitious and she's amazing. She's also a lawyer in the making because she's in a law school. Makola. And she is some serious business person. You know, like she, she, she has this she has a lot of businesses that she does. So I'm not just going to talk to any two by four people who share. like I'm really going to talk to serious people, you know, and serious people with the tag single. No. So I'm actually gonna to talk to I like oh this episode is gonna be one of the best that you're gonna enjoy. So I have them here. Hi Dorita. What's up? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. Hi, Eden.
2: <laughs> Hello, Joe. Good to see you.
0: Yeah. Um, so happy to be here. Yeah. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, when I asked them to come so that we talk about this. Um, there was something that I asked them, as I was like, "Are you single? Yeah. And God being so good. I mean, <laughs> just like how God works in darkos ways, you happen to be single. <laughs> so I just like, damn, like you guys are my guys. Like, so, Charlie, let's just um, mm-hmm. move straight to what we want to talk about today. So, what is singleness
1: to you, Dorita? So for me singleness has always been more about being one in myself without necessarily having the tag in a relationship okay so being single me meant being financially independent okay it meant being emotionally reliable on myself Um, seeking out me first against anyone or anything. That's what singleness is for me.
2: Okay, Eden? Uh, Well, I think of singleness as that phase in your life or that period in your life where you are not um, with any particular person exclusively Mm -hmm. you know in regards to love or in regards to a relationship so that what whatever moment or whenever you find yourself in that time or in that season where you are alone or you are not you know how humans um, we seek um, companionship we seek um, exclusivity we want to be Um, we want somebody's love to be devoted to us or we want to devote our love to someone when we are not in that space I think that moment where you are not enjoying that I think that is a a period of singleness Singleness.
0: yeah for me I I do believe what you said and I I second it as well for me yeah singleness is that period where you have no commitment to a particular person and i use the word commitment because sometimes you define find yourself loving on someone your heart beating for someone or feeling something towards someone but nothing has been said so even when Two people like each other and they pretend to be in a relationship, but nothing is really said I still don't consider that as a relationship and if I find myself in Certain kind of position like that. I still see myself as single because I haven't been given any Form of commitment to commit to and neither have I given that to the other person to commit to so for me singleness is that period where you are absolutely free you don't have any commitment to to anybody like um you can have crushes talk about all that but yes for me that is singleness not having any commitment to anyone how long have you been single
2: Well, I've not been in a, an actual relationship before or yet, so... I like the
0: word, actual.
2: <laughs> so, let's say I've been single all my life.
0: Okay. And how many years is that? I
2: thought would be 27.
0: Wow! This is you get the... <laughs> Dorita?
1: Um... So, I've not been dating. I
0: like that. Dating? Like, yes. I wish people would see how you dig
1: your hand. Yeah. Like, date. like, like dating. didn't said, actual. And you are saying, dating. dating. Okay. Or being in a committed relationship for okay. about five years now.
0: You've been single for five years? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, I think I really carried the date because I've been single for
2: 28 years of my life. Woo! <laughs> That's the sound we make here. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so I get a crown to wear. Why? Wow. Like, for being the... You need a wreath. I know. No, yeah, I've been single for twenty-eight years of my life. Just wow. like I said, I've not been in any relationship. I've, I haven't been anybody's girlfriend, and I haven't had anybody as a boyfriend. So I've been oh, single for twenty-eight years of my life. And um, wow, I can't even believe that I'm still single at the age of twenty-eight. Oh God! Look here, look this I just died. Gentlemen, listening. Yes. Listen, of yes. Please, you have to. Like um, now let's let's talk about let's talk what we are talking about. Yeah. How have the space of your life finding yourself single? How has singleness been for you?
1: Um for me singleness has been quite challenging. Um a, a relationship that I thought was a relationship actually ended up with the person, the other person telling me it was friends with benefits. Mm. And um, I'm still shocked by it. It actually had to take me five years to recover from it. So in the moment of being single, it was to be single enough to find myself worthy to be given the acknowledgement that I see you, you're my girlfriend, or you're my beloved, and not to be tagged as one that was given, you know, almost everything that we given in relationships, and later be tagged as, oh, you were just a friend with benefits. I mean, we're both in a bad space, so we mm-hmm. just kind of complimented each other. So, yes, um... Moving from that, it also had to take me to loving myself, even when no one else was showing me the love. It had to take me believing that I was worthy of love, Mm -hmm. because I grew up in a home that was not so loving, Mm -hmm. not that my parents didn't love me. My Mm -hmm. parents loved me still love me till today they keep telling me every single time but i am more of a visual person Mm -hmm. i love to see the love play out as you say it Mm -hmm. and i didn't see that in my home um i looked in my extended family and i didn't see that but i did see that with my friends i would visit friends i see how their parents you know are so in love or show love, mm-hmm. um, parents carrying their kids to playgrounds and stuff like that. I was just hopping from one bus to another mm-hmm. to where my dad is and hopping back to where my mom is. And so, being in this five years of my life, I've actually had to take time and say, I am loved mm-hmm. by me. I love my scars. I love the fact that I went through certain life situations. And the big question I always had was, if God is love, why am I not seeing it? Mm -hmm. In 2018, I was at war with God and I said love was war. Mm -hmm. You have to fight for it. Mm -hmm. So I had to fight to get either my father's attention fight to get the guy's attention fight to get friends attention because they didn't understand the kind of space i was in yeah so it's been a bag of a lot of things but ultimately i have gotten to a place where i can say i am ready to commit to a relationship because i've loved myself enough i have healed from childhood wounds i have healed from relationship wounds and situationships where i mean i find myself liking someone the person likes me but we're not saying anything yeah. and then we're just riding on the feeling and i've come out of that so yeah this has been singleness for me
0: wow
2: that's quite a journey even 27 years <laughs> without <laughs> Should I take it from childhood or...? You have all the time. Today, I don't want us to rush with this episode. So, just
0: take it wherever you want to take it.
2: Okay. I think um, it would be appropriate to begin from when I became aware that there is something like desiring to have, you know, a connection with someone and wanting that person to um, call you your boyfriend or you are calling them your girlfriend something like that so when would that be I think it was in high school um, or maybe GHS junior high you know um, over there we are all getting um, we are in adolescence puberty we are all um, hormones are rising all of that that. so um, I mean I remember there are times when they would tease you oh that's your your boyfriend. That's your girlfriend, and then you like, oh, you want you you want that, but you also wonder, oh, is this it? <laughs> what is going on here? You're all shy at the same time. You like the feeling of, oh, so I could be that person's um, boyfriend. It looks like, it sounds like it would be fun. It would be nice. I think that was the time that I started becoming aware of. Um, like you know, that's that's connection or that's um, thing, um, so not having that since that period up to now, how has it been? I think definitely I've yearned for it, I've yearned for it, I've yearned for the for someone to whom I could go to and then, um, uh, you know, just yeah. be naked in front of share my my vulnerable parts yeah, vulnerable with, so, yeah. um talk to them about things I'm not able to share in a community share with them my hopes my dreams my aspirations the things that um, make me feel like I'm I'm, I'm someone I am I as how do I put it I'm a unique entity yeah. and I want them to share in that so um, definitely there's been that yearning um, but over the period, um, especially since I I got to grow in my knowledge of God's word, I came to realize that um, finding that person is is important. Um, only when you are you know that you you've gotten to a place where you are willing to take it to a step further, where it would be more more um, protecting rather than taking from you, rather you know like robbing you because. Yeah when you are in a relationship um, prematurely, you you tend to do stuff that could just destroy you rather than yeah. build you up. Okay. That could tend to break you rather than to guard and, and make you whole. And I find that this is really necessary. This is well, um, um, or preserved in yeah. the place of marriage. And so, um, coming to that understanding of what uh, of the context where context of finding that someone that I can share my life yeah. with um, of course that I have friends that I can share yeah. deeply with they are yeah. friends we all have friends that, but, but that's not the kind yeah. of yeah, talking about. Yeah, exactly. yeah so that com- really true. yeah coming to that, that point where I knew that mm, I need I, I don't just have to seek someone to be my girlfriend or I don't just need to be in a relationship just because I want to feel or get the privilege of an exclusive person in my life, with whom I can share everything. Um, when I got that understanding, I let go of all the pressure that comes with being single. And I just decided, well, let me just focus on my life, enriching the friendships that I have, um, getting to know the people that I I, I have access to, um, sharing and making impact where I can. Um, and then when the time comes, or when I feel that I'm ready to step into the covenant of marriage or that space, um, I feel it would be healthier. Um, yeah, so that's how it's been for me, even up till now, mm-hmm. where I feel. Um, this state of single, this is just a, a phase where yeah. I'm preparing towards um, marriage. And yeah. so I need to make myself w- worthy of my, my lovers. Yeah. Expectations worthy of um, how God wants what God wants me to do in their life. Yeah, yeah. so that's how it's been. That's
0: amazing. That's uh, an amazing journey. Where do I even start from? I think I would just take on a thought process. And so I realized that it's it's now that I have actually been able to analyze certain things in my life. I've always been. lover like I just I'm drawn towards people and when I love people I love them not necessarily because I want to be in something with them but I go all out and sometimes my heart can set on someone makes me adored and at the age of 12 years, I made a promise to myself that I wasn't really going to go into any relationship. I made periods vows, and I said I was going to do that when I finished the investing, I will marry. You know, my childish mind thought that that was the way of life. You grow, so I tried, so- even when I had feelings for a lot of men, like a lot of boys then growing up, at the back of my mind, I still knew that I wasn't going really to end with them. And it, it sort of helped me even though at that time it was hard i remember there was a guy in my neighborhood um, that i really liked and he also liked me and nobody said anything it was just the silent thing that you and everybody in the neighborhood knew that nana lies esiama um, isiama likes nana it, it was just like that sometimes i i have the i, I pass by church It that that really helped me to really go to church a lot because I passed by their house <laughs> I <laughs> I go to, to church, church. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, know like, I him and his friends to be like sitting there um, and I get a chance to like say, say hi. hi to him and I used to write him letters I love writing letters I used to write letters Um, like that was hard but at the back of my mind I knew that there was no way I was going to end up with him because like I said Growing up I've always envisioned what I wanted in a man. And you know, when you are kids, you don't actually know the becoming of of the person. Yes. And my daddy too was a pastor and we, we were always moving. So I just knew it I just knew it and I also knew that whatever I was feeling was going to go away only that fine it took like five years for that feeling to finally die Ooh. But then, yes I, I am a holder like I am able to hold on to things oh, wow. like that and I sometimes I used to cry sometimes I used to beat myself but there was this um, I had a Christian uh, father, like a spiritual father, Mr Justice, who really helped me at that moment. And I would sometimes go to him and I would go and i would be shut down, I don't like how I'm feeling, I don't know how I'm feeling this way. And he's a nice normal, and he'd give me books to read, give me um, purity books to read, and all those things. And um, there was a day that had gone to I think I had gone to buy something and me and the were coming and he held my hand and I was wet. And that was the first time I I, I saw something like that and when I went home I felt gross like what has happened to me a guy has held my hand and like I feel something like I feel and I, I didn't really understand all those things that I was going through. and I took my dad and I pulled my hat out and I What is happening to me? Am I a bad girl? Like I felt <laughs> ashamed. I don't know what is happening to me. Like I just didn't know. And so, so I still had that picture of what I expect, like, I still had that thing that okay, I will finish the university and then I will marry. So, even in the university, even in SS, I have had people that I've crashed on, that I like, that like, but that information has always been at the back of my mind that you, you are waiting to finish the university and then you will marry. Now, when I look at my life right now, it, it has been, I can't really tell whether those decisions were good decisions or bad decisions, but I can judge by the outcome of events now that i think i liked those decisions because it kept me focused because i knew that when my friends were in a relation there are some who start young and then they marry yeah but like i said for me it was more of, i also wanted to understand like i'm curious i'm a very curious person i i just wanted to like understand, like how is going to feel like if you really like someone? How is it going to feel like if you say yes? So in a university like this, I met guys that I crashed on. There was um, this particular guy that I liked that um, also liked me, but I, I I couldn't give myself the permission. And I think much of my struggle as a single person has been my heart and my mind aligning to my purpose. Often I find my heart wanting one thing and I find my mind wanting the other thing and that has been one of my battles If you pick my diary, it has names (laughs) Names, names upon names Like I feel like my heart wants to love someone I want to be in a place with someone But my mind tells me, Joe, you don't belong And you know sometimes when you're saying these things You have to be careful so that you you don't paint the other person black i've met amazing guys but you know it all depends on what we want mm-hmm. and most of the times what i have wanted right. or how i've even wanted someone to love me i haven't found it i never found oh, yeah. it in these people if it's just about emotions i mean it's easier but to find someone that she could have that thing and then you meet someone who is giving you that thing and there is don't really have no, that, that thing for I have a friend on campus and up to now I say that I, I call him my Jonathan and he calls me my David. Because that was the kind of relationship that we wow. had. he was a good friend and I love him so much and I adore him. But it sometimes I'm like it hurts me that I didn't have even a bit of erotic love to, to just added to all that <laughs> love to make because I knew that um, I don't want to mention his name so I'll just use maybe M I knew that M really cared for me he had me at heart that
2: Aww. is how I've
0: seen a man love someone on campus I'll have cramps, he will sit with me like oh my god he's married yeah the whole package he was so good like he was so so good he was so good so for me the challenge has been finding someone like that and and not finding that element where you would want to that makes it a complete package and finding all that things and not finding
1: the basis until i
0: got to um at the age of 22 and then Love caught my eye, and I, I fell in love with this um, amazing guy. And um, he was just going out at that time, and I remember telling him that um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't throw away a relationship, a five-year relationship, just because I met someone because okay. he was going out. And that that phase, I think, tested everything that I stood for. I really loved him and I love him I mean if I say I still love him not like I want I
2: him
1: but yeah. he is
0: someone I think that touched a deeper core of my life and it took me many years to get over and I've gotten over like 80% I, <laughs> 80% yeah. I, was, I, I really love him and when I say it to anybody I'm not ashamed because I have yes, yeah. seen myself love someone like that and um, I broke a lot of my walls he was the first person I kissed the first person I made out with no sex
1: sexes I mean, yes we understand
0: he was the first person and
1: that's like that has
0: been one of my challenges the back and forth with fighting your, your heart, heart. To, be, to not be at a place that it's not supposed to be yeah so for me the single challenge <laughs> has been you're queen I haven't been in a relationship I've had heartbreaks
1: heartbreaks I
0: have cried I have expected from people and oh. um it's okay to have expectations. I mean, if, that is what love does. If you love exactly. someone, you expect them to love you back. But then, like I said, it, it's not something that you can hold on to. Yeah, it is it's a weak foundation. So for me, singleness has been very hard. I found myself in a lot of situationships. You know, the
1: situation. I think ship. We, we do need about. an episode on We oh, do need an situation episode on situations. Relationship can
0: mess you up. Can can I remember? My friend Anissi says something. He said, Abna, flings are not relationships. Often we go through situations and flings, and it gives us a mental picture of what relationships are supposed to be. So
2: oh. when you're we weakening them,
0: yes, so when someone is going to love you for the right reasons, you start getting scared. Scared because in your mind, you've been in things or situationships that made you believe that that was how love was but it's never yeah
1: so you remember i said for me i thought love was war yeah it was actually war really because of the whole fact of the heart and the mind so i'm very ambitious i'm very like driven focused um i go after what i want um so i'm liking someone there is a spark there's a connection i don't really see you doing much so i kind of like just go like Charlie kill this feeling because dude is not going anywhere and he's not doing much yeah. so i've had situations where men are riding on the fact that, well, we have an ambitious wife and then it can end the end. They just want to be complacent. I want my husband to be able to cover me. I want my beloved to be able to cover me. Cover me in prayer. Cover me at my workplace. Like, oh, I see you do this. I think you should do this. You should do that. If you're not a driven person, I can not see myself with you. And I've had the feeling of, I like you so much that I decide... Don't go for this. Mm. If he doesn't see you doing it, he will love you more. Mm -hmm. And that's how I told you about the text I got this week. Um, That the person saw me good enough to be a help by helping him do projects and stuff like that, but didn't see me in light of being a wife material. Mm.
0: I wish I knew (laughs) to get them
1: well. <laughs> like so, i i've gone to shop right
0: i've gone to uh um, the game. game i've been at no have you gone to work <laughs> i checked at um those supermarkets and everything i haven't found
2: the wife
0: material, please. If you listen, you
1: know my number. You know my social media handles. Please DM me. Just so
0: you, I, I just the We need please. that material. Yeah, maybe just get me a laptop. that material. <laughs> exactly. I, I would just wear it because I just want to. I d- I
1: don't I don't. So I don't. Yeah. So I don't know how the whole thing becomes about oh, well there is a feeling and. There's a desire to pursue someone, but there's not the intentionality to be with a person. You, well, because it was a back and forth situationship for a little over three years. You
0: know, I just want to chip in
1: this. So why do you think you're still single? Why am I still single? So, Joe, I actually wrote a whole page. And i Yeah, so... I guess I was just tired. I was just tired of people not being intentional with me. People loving the idea that Dorita can be called upon any time. You can hang out with her, I mean she's a good person to hang out with, she's a good person if you're in that moments where you're not feeling so good she can make you feel good because as you know i'm a hyper kid like nothing can put me down no matter what is happening with me and i think life also got a bit hectic for me looking at my background and the fact that certain things started happening at home in my mind i kept blocking it off and saying that it wasn't happening my parents were having an issue. It wasn't happening that my, my dad has gotten a divorce. It wasn't happening that my dad is remarried. There's nothing happening that, oh, I didn't live with my parents. Or all those kind of things. So I felt like, well, honey, you don't have a grasp of life from the family. What business or what do you have to offer another person? Because I felt like every single time I found myself in a relationship or kind of a situationship, it was birthed out of... And need and want for them to fill the void of love that I didn't have I kept complaining to them how I think my dad is just being too much or I think my mom is just being too stubborn and they should work it out or get a fix or whatever and lastly um, external certain external factors started coming up so it had to do with the fact that well if you didn't have love from the home what's to say you are going to have that in future then it went on to be if you're too ambitious and well um, I I am on my second degree I am in professional yeah. school now um, so well technically those ladies do mm-hmm. not get married um, or the kind of love that they have is the kind that they bought with whatever position they had The you know how men love the idea that I have a powerful wife. So when I go out with her, like, I mean, she'll command the room. I think all these things coupled together just made me feel like, look, you know what? I'm not about to deal with the feelings of, you know, a man telling me that I think you're being overly ambitious. Or a man telling me that I don't think you're doing too much. Or someone telling me, well, you didn't come from good. So I don't think you have anything good to give. Because I have given... And Joe, you can attest to the fact that I do help people. I genuinely love people and all that. And I do, we're not expecting anything. But moments when you start to show certain things that suggest us that you want us to be in a relationship or that, you know, let's ride on this feeling. And you're not being intentional with me. I I wouldn't appreciate that. So, um, I'll take a quote from you. This is something that you wrote, um... In April of last year, you said, I think being available doesn't necessarily mean being present. Mm. And often, it is the latter we all want in Mm. any form of Mm. meaningful and healthy relationship. Mm. Mm. I was present for them. They were available, but they were not present. Present. Mm. So, you said, you can be available for someone at any time. Mm and still miss the very essence of their presence.
0: I read that.
1: Yes. Wow. I believe that the latter often comes with a decision to be present,
0: Mm.
1: not just in our physical bodies, Mm. but then make our minds and our emotions available Mm to... And wow. I, I have kept this thing, and I'm, I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm
0: wowed by my own
1: words. I told you, because, because I, I realized <laughs> that. Angel. Why am I single? Because I am. I've been certainly available for everybody. I've but been present know. for every. And I've not had them being intentional and present. and present for me.
0: Wow. And you know, you define what present means. Exactly. It is a language that your hearts understand, it is a language that your mind understands, it is a language that your whole body knows. Mm. So that's when, when someone can be in the room with you and you might not talk, you might not do anything but you can feel that a person is present with you and at the same time you could have someone available but you will still have this yearning in your spirit that you are not present. Like. I have you here but I don't feel because you Because we are spirit beings Often we forget that aspect of our lives That we are more spiritual than physical
1: Exactly And it is our
0: spirits that communicate a lot of times Even before our body. I do want is to divert and start preaching <laughs> I've got a lot of disciples Maybe you guys should join Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> please
1: <laughs> Please do And um, Joe, um, I totally agree with you on that This whole thing about why am I single and is the tag of, well, you are picky? Because mm. I was researching yesterday <laughs> and I mean, the writer made it seem as though, yes, I chose to be single, but don't condemn me by it mm. by telling me I'm too picky. Well, I am picky. You have to. Because I don't want to be in a space with someone that. Ten years down the line, I'm wondering, um, okay, this the, the, the yeah. spark is <laughs> gone and what are we doing? And I feel for me, I actually learned from my parents. Um I love my parents to death. My parents have been me that m- too. Yeah. So and the thing is they went strong for 35 years. 35 years, more than 35 years. But they just went apart my dad is like me he's just a dreamer he just he's just a big achiever my mom is also a big achiever but in her own small way she wouldn't go too much and well people say that with whatever position comes the class that it wants but it wasn't so with my parents what i think the missing link there was they settled because of the kids. And just yesterday, I actually sat down and, and asked myself, why didn't my father and my mother get divorced when they when I was six years old? When I first experienced them fights outside of the bedroom? Why didn't they get divorced there? Why did I have to take, I mean, almost 20 years later? Why? I'm still trying to answer that question. And it, it brings me to the fact that the things that go on in our childhood define certain relationships for us. Mm, yeah. So for me, it was then I realized that if you don't say it and you don't act on what you say, I can't go with it. Yeah. I, so I found myself into situation because i was like dorita just settle like i mean kind of settle like these guys like you it's like it's obvious they're calling you you're calling them you guys spend time together so well if they are not really saying it they don't have to say it so i was one that entered my relationship without the tag girlfriend i won't post you (laughs) i won't take a picture with you i'm sorry i'll be lovey-dovey and all that but I wouldn't let anyone know. And I wasn't bothered until now. Because then I realized that they took advantage of that. And that's how it comes. I've been in a relationship with someone for three years. And you told me it was friends with benefits.
0: Well, Eden. Yeah. Why are
2: you that? Uh, well, I think it's mainly because I want to get to a certain place of um, so self awareness or self uh like I want I want to be sure that I'm ready for this yeah. and maybe um, I've not found that notes yeah. <laughs> but like, uh, hey you are ready go get a girlfriend or something like that I remember a friend was um, actually um, asking me about it he, he went about it rather unpleasantly and uh uh, I kind of got bored <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I lashed out at him a bit I was like why aren't you, yeah. you getting a girlfriend you should at least go out you should... I'm like "Man, come on dude mm-hmm. so um, mine is quite simple um, or maybe I need to take time to look into it more deeply like Dr. Dorita has done um, but I think I'm just I'm just um, in a place where I want to be sure that if I'm entering into a relationship I don't want it to just be um, to just to meet a status quo or just to have a fling or I mean I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very sensitive person and I if I want to commit to something or when I commit to something I want to go the full the full length I want mm-hmm. to go the long haul I don't want it to just be for a short moment especially with something as critical as um, committing exclusively to someone and then um, sharing, sharing like um, th- this whole moment of your life with that person, and um, I uh, maybe maybe I'm delaying because I want it to be perfect. <laughs> um, you know, uh, the kind of person. I, maybe I'm delaying because I want it to be perfect, and I don't know how uh, how I'm going to find perfect. <laughs> uh, but
0: found the love.
2: So, so um, I think I just I just want to make it right sometimes I mean I've had friends say that uh, you will never know unless you try it yeah. you see and uh, for some reason I have not fully aligned myself with that kind of thinking because I feel well uh, I think I'm if I'm ready to go out right now I think there's a, a few of them that I can begin to consider that yeah this this is the kind of person this person is because I've gotten to know them outside of that space of commitment yeah. so i'm able to see them for who they are they cannot pretend with me they cannot just you know hide stuff <laughs> because I'm, we are friends like we share i know what's going on with them they know what's going on with me so i know that um, when i'm ready to go I, this is something i can take on exclusively <laughs> all right uh, so there is that bit of i want to i want to take my time i want to um, Make it perfect. It, it may not be a very strong reason, <laughs> but it's
0: <laughs> your reason, it's okay.
2: Um, yeah, but more more importantly, I've not had that. Um, yeah, yeah, that's like, it's time. <laughs> it's time. Like I really believe in times and seasons, See, and I'm, okay. I'm like, I, I've not felt that. Like I, I mm-hmm. began by sharing how my growth, yeah, uh, um, has influenced um, the kind of um mentality or perception I have about relationships now. So. I I also believe in how that growth is going to um, determine or how it's influencing the timing of some of these things. Yeah, so um, these are some of the reasons why I think I'm still single and um, I'm sure and I trust God to um, even confirm like mm-hmm. when that time comes yeah, actually, and when I know, like, when I know that this person is here. I'm like, hey, let's, let's <laughs> do it.
0: So why am I single? I think it's a bit and pieces of um a lot of things, but the core reason is also because I I also see myself not finding what I'm looking for in a person. And I know someone is going to say, what at all are you looking for? for? You know, right? I get that thing a lot. I remember a colleague once asked me that, Joe, why are you single? And I was like, you have a lot of people around you. Do you could just choose. And I was like... <laughs> I asked my, my colleague, I'm like, when you met your husband, tell me how you knew he was the one. And she was like, oh, I can't believe it. And I'm like, yes, exactly. that is what I'm looking for. <laughs> my, dad, my dad knows most of my friends. So there was one day my dad called me. You know, the funny thing, when he called me, he was like, I need to talk to you about something. I kind of knew what he wanted to talk to me about, but he went about it in a very funny way. He told me that um, he wanted to buy a tractor <laughs> and he wanted us to talk about... It's not funny. So I knew that he wanted to talk about something. Yeah, a friend He had come to meet a friend, a male friend that I work with. So he started asking me, nah, um, I saw your friend. I have met this friend of yours for um, a time now, so is here Christina I said yes, um, you see this and I said yes, you see that and I said yes, like um, have you
1: I conceded it
0: yeah. and I'm like no and you said why, and I'm like that, I don't know how to say this in words but you need to make it seem um, reasonable to you. But. Of course and i was like and i always throw that word and i'm like i know that when you you met my mom you had other female birth. i take a little bit of my character from my dad my dad has a lot of female friends recently my dad uh, me and my dad went to see one of her one of his friends and they were telling me their story so the woman told me that my dad would have been the person that he would have married
2: I was like it felt like my dad
0: introducing me to the crash or something like I, 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 for a moment I'm like I never really thought that my dad had a life you know for your father to no no like that. no it's just interesting.
1: Exactly. And they
0: were very cool and then they told me the woman was that was asking about my grandma, how my grandmother knew her. It was just an amazing and I, I just love my dad for the fact that he just took me along to go and see his crush. I don't know whether he's an ex or what. <laughs> it was his beautiful I just love the moment. And I, I so I, I asked him, there was something that I think it was my mom that I, I asked, when you you just knew that it was my dad. You just knew it. And often in my life, I have had that intuition for a lot of things. Even my places that I stay, I mean, people say I I, I, I have a, a funny way of getting to get to places. This particular place, the first day I came here, I said, this is the place I want to be. I know that the distance was far and everything and I came here with my friend Titan and Salom and I think the other friend, forgotten. And because like the place is far and like I can't define I can't tell why I want this place but this is definitely the place. The spark It's like I just knew it. Like and for me, I think now getting to know more about myself I've also even made a spark. More
2: sparker. <gasps> because <laughs> Like now, now when I
0: think of companion, when I think of marriage, when I think of somebody I want to spend my life with, I want someone that I can. I think of purpose, that is the strong word. So when I see couples in ministry, I mean doing things together. Couple that open their mouth to say that I support you. I choose you because that is my love language and it, It's it's kind of always informs me the kind of person that I, I think I have I Have been I've had encounters with people Who didn't give me what I wanted to make me now realize that what I wanted was okay And I could have what I wanted and that is the point that is one thing that I have at the back of my mind that I don't know how long I'm going to be single but I know that whatever I'm looking for I will find it and then also the fact that maybe work my life has been work at home work at home I know people be like kaka, I don't go out of course and probably maybe that's why I said that it's just tiny bits of everything and also because I made mention that I love someone that it really took me a long time to get over so that became the only love that I've known that if I can't see myself loving somebody to that amount I feel like I'm cheating them I'm I'm not giving them the kind of because I've always measured it it, it, I think I have placed that as my utmost love that even if I'm with somebody shows love and all those things and i don't see myself loving the person in that way i kind of feel like no then i don't love you and it it has taken me a while to realize how right and wrong at the same time because at the end of the day i just want to i just know it i think you just know it's when you love someone (laughs) it is a knowing you don't need reasons yeah this love is something that One (laughs) shout, one One shout, one shout. You just see yourself choosing someone, being willing to break walls and Mm. You just see yourself with that. And I think the other reason too is I see myself as a very emotional person. And like I said, purity is something that I hold on to. Not because my parents say I should be pure, but as a Christian, it has... I have come to love it I've come to see the benefits of purity even though I may be a virgin I've not had sex but I think I have compromised on my purity a lot of times and it is through that, that I've come to realize how significant as a Christian I'm talking from my own experience yeah as awesome. a Christian it's how it's sort of like important or it's beneficial it to who god the kind of human that god wants me to be and so i always say god i need a man who understands understand that journey i need a man that wouldn't put me in a space that i would have to compromise on that because me when i love you i go crazy <laughs> come on hug crack and spark all my emotions from <laughs> everywhere you see yeah If I find myself with someone who also has the same level level of conviction, conviction. then even when I am weak, the person can remind me. When the person is weak, I can remind the person. It's like we are journeying together. together. I think that's also been one of the reasons. Because I always say, I don't trust myself. It is my motto. I don't trust myself. And it's true, I don't trust myself. And probably also because of my curiosity about... Wanting to know more about sexuality and all those things have opened my eyes. It's like, what if, when Eve <laughs> ate the food, she realized that she was naked. <laughs> like, my eyes have been opened. And I'm in that phase where I'm trying to understand that they are normal, but at the same time, not, um, compromise the fact that they are normal to sin. Mm. I don't know if you get it. I, I how get many it. how these feelings are normal. It's
1: very it's normal. normal. Not
0: to a also reason. a, a, a oh, reason justify, to fall to so. justify. And that will take us to how we're we going to talk about sexual desires in our single face, how we will handle how to handle it and what have been our challenges so far. And that is going to be I think we need to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to break yeah. on this and um that will be In the next episode where we will talk about the challenge. I want us to um, do this because growing up I have wanted spaces that I could hear people say me too and then I could sleep some days without thinking that God hates me or (laughs) thinking that I am lost. That's me too like and I didn't I just didn't want that me too I didn't want to hear that me too from ordinary people include worldly people. Yeah. I just wanted to hear that from a Christian brother, a Christian sister, a uh, sophomame or like I just wanted yeah, to hear here. that. I just wanted to hear that part kind of their life. Did they also go through <laughs> this? Um, it's been 54 minutes that you spent with us and we've been we've been talking about singleness and how single life has been and we will be delving into the challenges more where we're talking about handling sexual desires in this single phase of our lives and how we how we are managing it and what are the things that we are helping what are the things that we are doing to help us journey in this um, season of our life I just want to say thank you for staying all this time with um, with us and. Um, singleness, I find myself in this place of solitude, I find myself in this place of wilderness, and at first a, I always thought it was just a passing place and mind becoming quickly was just going to fade away, like I have witnessed in certain seasons and phases of my life. But um, all I know now is that this is a deeper calling. Um, Maybe just like Eve, walking alongside God in Eden and getting acquainted with um, all the things yet to be seen as He leads me to Adam, or maybe like a detour in my own pursuit and purpose, like um, Ruth. Directing me to a place where I shall abandon my own gods, molded after my own intellect and lead me to rest my head at the feet of a king to my redeemer, my Boaz, <laughs> who will redeem my heart. Um, I cannot trace this singleness back to any weekend in my spiritual life. It is not because I have been praying less or setting unrealistic goals and hopes about the kind of man I would want to be, but... Um, a man whose humanity, uh, like the first Adam, but um, a spiritual resemblance like the second. A man just like Christ, who is the perfect example of love. But um, it is just me, finding myself in this season, this confinement, um, this quarantine, having myself um, wrapped with all the doubts, the challenges and the fears, the misjudgments and all the questions um and he has abundant assurance that i am not alone in all this yeah because i have seen god walk me through this garden of emptiness in my heart on all days and mentored me through the season of singleness yeah and um, what i'm realizing is that this place is a sanctuary where i can still honor the lord where i can be single and still have all these burning desires on all these ends yeah, for intimacy and he's not just in heaven singing. stop yourself from feeling all these things Joe um, he's not ashamed to associate his royalty and lineage and dignity and his holiness and righteousness with the suffering and neither does he frown with like disgust to the certain emotions that leaves me desperately wanting sometimes you know But instead, um, I know that he's with me on lonely nights when it's just me in my apartment not having any other human being to feel close to. On days when I'm driving from uh, late night shift from a stress for work and or when I just lie on the floor and cry out to the pain in my heart because I am hurting from an unmet expectation from someone who I somehow find myself begging to love me in all the possible ways a woman of my kind would love to be, to be loved. yeah. Or when the monthly cramps paralyze me on my bed and all I desire is a hand to hold me through all the days the pain was going to last. He's there and he's watching me go through all the turmoil and he's not surprised at how I fall short sometimes or how I mishandle the season he's nurturing me. Um, he's not ashamed, or like, he's rushing me to get to a place that I am fully equipped or perfect to become the woman he intends for me. He's not just throwing instructions for my discipline and purity, but he's coaching me, he's leading me patiently and sitting with me right there in every confusion and guilt and frustration and questions and every other moment that defies my fall. I think I have realized and uh, learned something about him in my singleness that I may not have learned in any other season of my life. I have learned that he is my father, he is my mediator, and he is my guide. And because of that, he has a plan for this part of my life that believes that someday will be joined to a suitable help meet, yeah, for a purpose that he's designing for the boot of us. Uh, I think a lot of times before in my life, I have slipped easily into situationships and entanglement and lust and infatuation and also all the worldly version of singleness because I had tried to leave it without him. And uh, those were the processes that I wasn't able to pray or guide my purity with diligence and study his word fervently like I used to when I was just... A small girl making purity vows, and my convictions were yet to be tested and tried. I have learned now, at 28, how to sit in loneliness with him, how to burn with desires with him, how to cry with him, how to flee with him, how to heal with him, and most importantly, how to wait on him and um, with him. And that's what this episode is all about. And um, that's all the conversation that we're gonna share is all about. Um, The process of thriving and falling, the process of winning and losing, the process of acting and waiting, waiting to be brought to Adam, waiting for Eve to be brought to us and being able to be single in these desperate times and growing to the kind of woman or man God is calling us to be while we lean on His grace. God, thank you for calling me into this Season of singleness for this temporary moment of my life.